0: It's a sunny November afternoon and I'm paddling a canoe through a picturesque mangrove forest about a 20-minute drive from Tampa, Florida. This area is called Cockroach Bay Aquatic Preserve. No roaches here, though. It's rumored the name came from Spanish explorers who saw lots of horseshoe crabs crawling around. Today, I haven't seen any crabs, Instead, my guide, wetlands biologist Tom Reese, is showing off how much man has learned about how to imitate mother nature by creating wetlands where previously there were none.
1: What we're going over right now is a big seagrass bed that just came in on its own. That's like the best barometer of health. The water has to be everything right to get seagrasses to grow on their own. So we're glad to see that that be the
0: situation. The Southwest Florida Water Management District has been working for almost two decades to convert a group of pits created by years of shell mining into a coastal habitat on the edge of Tampa Bay. Reese's company, Ecosphere Restoration Institute, got involved a couple of years ago to complete the last stage of the process, and it looks like it's working. We go around a bend, the narrow waterway opens up, and suddenly, everywhere you look, fish are literally jumping up out of the water.
1: I can trying to convince people every day how nice this is, but all I need is 10 minutes out here with somebody, and it's pretty obvious.
0: The story of Florida to those who've lived there a while is of a beautiful natural state, full of places like Cockroach Bay it has been overrun by development since the arrival of air conditioning, Disney, and the snowbirds who come to avoid the cold northern winters. Projects like this are part of a process that began in the 1980s, an effort to save the natural beauty and natural resources which drew people here in the first place. But that progress could be at risk.
1: Tampa Bay is really one of the really few estuaries in the world that are on the mend. And so we can do that in spite of growth then we have something right here and we just want to don't don't let it fall back again
0: this nearly 20-year-long restoration project in cockroach bay has been carried out and largely funded by the southwest florida water management district which is also known by its abbreviated name swift mud But a 2011 law changed the way in which Swift Mud and four other regional water management districts, which cover the rest of the state, receive funding. There have also been major cuts to the five districts' budgets made by Governor Rick Scott.
2: The governor came in saying that he was going to reduce the size of government.
0: Sonny Vergara, a lifelong Floridian, managed two of Florida's regional water management districts during his 40-year career working in water management.
2: Part of that process uh, is to reduce the budgets of agencies, which include the water management districts. There is, underlying all that, a valid reason to look at not just the water management districts, but all agencies and, and say that, you know, we are in a worldwide recession here. It's very significant. If they had done that in a way that reflected, they knew what the outcome would be, they knew what the consequences would be, they knew how much that would impact the Water Management District's ability to carry out their quote-unquote core mission, then it would make some sense to me. But they didn't do that.
0: Instead, the governor made a 30% cut across the board to all five Water Management District's budgets and capped their ability to tax local residents.
3: It is going to be tough.
0: Raman Felix is media relations manager for SwiftMUD.
3: Just from last year, we've had about a 40 percent decrease in our budget. And um, right now we're we're living off of our balances from prior years and our reserves. And um, within two years, we will have a budget deficit. So that's why we're taking a hard look at everything right now to be prepared for, you know, a couple years down the road.
0: Vergara, a lifelong Republican, says the budget cuts threaten not only the environment, but the economy of Florida.
2: You know, the idea is that I'm not a tree hugger. I'm pro-business. Well, they need to understand that they need to protect the trees and the birds and the natural part of Florida if they expect business in the future to flourish. Nobody wants to come and live in a state where all the canals are polluted and smell. Nobody wants to come. Uh, and live in a state where at one time uh, people put raw sewage into lakes and rivers and streams. Nobody wants to come to a state where um, uh, all the swamps have been drained and houses have been put in there and there's no natural system to cleanse the natural water, the, the, the rain water, that falls on the land, becomes impacted by man, and then drains off. There has to be a way for the natural systems to, to clean that before it reaches, say, the Gulf uh, marsh systems. Uh, And there's because there's no way that man's going to be able to pay for that out of his pocket. You have to maintain those natural systems. They serve a very important economic purpose.
0: Florida's five water management districts have a lot of responsibilities beyond environmental protection. They also take care of water quality and flood control, which is crucial during hurricane season. Swift MUD's Robin Felix says the district will continue to meet their mission with fewer resources, but by all accounts, it won't be easy.
3: I think the public doesn't really understand, really, how water is managed for them. I think it can be confusing for a member of the public. They know that they turn on their tap and their water comes out. And that's usually pretty much all that they want to know.
0: Governor Scott promoted the cuts to Water Management District's budgets as a property tax cut. But by most estimates, the average household will save somewhere between $15 and $40 a year in taxes. Only larger property owners, like Big Business, will save a significant amount. Disney and Florida Power & Light, for example, each stand to save a million dollars in property taxes. The tax break has been criticized as a giveaway to large Republican donors. But many environmental advocates say there's also another agenda at play.
3: It is the beginning of privatization.
0: Mary Jean Yan works with Autobahn Florida, lobbying in the state capitol in Tallahassee.
3: You know, I think what has the environmental community worried here in Florida is that there's kind of a trilogy of actions that are in general weakening the authority of the water management districts here.
0: The first two of that trilogy of actions were cuts to the water management district's budgets and the cap on their taxing authority. Then, in late 2011, House Bill 639 surfaced. It focuses on reclaimed water, wastewater that's treated and then used for a variety of purposes, including irrigating wetlands, parks, and golf courses. The bill says that once wastewater enters the treatment plant, it would no longer legally be defined as water. And during the few days it's being treated, whoever operates that wastewater treatment plant gets to decide what to do with the wastewater. Tampa Mayor Bob Buckhorn helped craft the legislation.
1: When it comes to our plant, that is a chemically treated, manufactured commodity. It is not a naturally occurring source of water. I need to be able to control that. All I'm asking is for the four days that it's in Mm -hmm. those pipes, it's mine. And it doesn't belong to Swiftwood, and it doesn't belong to anybody else.
0: The main criticism of the proposal is that it would allow the owners of wastewater treatment plants to sell the treated water to whoever they choose, be it a golf course, an out-of-state corporation, or the government of Saudi Arabia. In Tampa, the wastewater treatment plant is owned by the local government. But that's not true everywhere else. Some utilities are privately owned, thus citizens and local elected officials wouldn't have any say in the fate of their wastewater.
3: The utilities are the ones who stand to benefit without a doubt.
0: Autobahn's Mary Jean Yan.
3: This is kind of like the decisions are being made by utilities for directing where they want water to go, which is often going to be your highest bidder. And many times you're going to have your environmental reasons if you need to replenish a certain aquifer or you've got storage concerns somewhere. That's not going to rank as high as a golf course who wants to pay you to irrigate their property, their keys and greens.
0: Despite being surrounded by water, droughts are not uncommon in Florida. Numerous local water wars have raged between neighboring cities or counties over the years.
2: It's important that the capability of funding those programs not be dismantled.
0: Sonny Vergara says taking power away from the larger regional water management districts could lead to local entities fighting over water supply. And a lack of resources could also jeopardize all the progress Florida has made toward becoming a national model of wetlands restoration.
2: The worst case scenario is that we will retrogress back to a time when, for the sake of jobs and business, we will allow development of lands in Florida without control, without any kind of coordination among the governments that have to make those decisions to approve or not approve them. You know, the worst case scenario is that all of those concerns are disregarded and business is allowed to go back to do business as usual. That's my fear. If they get back to that, it's going to be Katie bar the door, Florida's for sale.
0: Under intense pressure from environmental advocates, the state legislature did amend House Bill 639, meaning wastewater will still fall under the legal definition of water and will still be under control of the water management districts. But with more budget cuts looming and at least two years left in office for a small government governor, public management of Florida's blue gold will likely face more threats sometime soon. I think that it's
1: scary because we don't know what the future is gonna bring.
0: Back in Cockroach Bay, just outside of Tampa, wetlands biologist Tom Reese is excited. This wetlands restoration project is scheduled to be finished next week. He's driving around on an ATV, surveying the land with Richard Sullivan, who manages several preserves here in Hillsborough County.
1: Look at all the birds that are in here, and this is, you know, it's not even opened up yet. When this gets opened up, it'll be incredible. The white pelicans should be down here from Michigan here soon. Oh, they're here. They're already here?
2: I I saw a flock of 150 yesterday.
0: Really? 150 and they were in a V. Reese says that grants and federal funding are drying up these days. And so without a program run by the Southwest Florida Water Management District, this project couldn't take place. So this would all
1: stop? All this construction the county would not have bought this property if it wouldn't have been for a program out there and happened to be in this case the water management district program said that we'll come and we'll do the restoration and if that funding gets cut if that's not important it's not a core mission anymore then who's going to do this if there was no money no one could no one's going to do this Mm
0: With more budget cuts looming and at least two years left in office for a small government governor, public management of Florida's blue gold will likely continue to face threats to its very existence. For Making Contact, I'm Andrew Stelzer in Cockroach Bay, Florida.